Hello, Ash. How are we doing this very, fine? Very cold. Winter's very, evening. Very, very cold right now in the UK. Oh, my God. It's changed so much, hasn't it? It's changed so much. And what with the uh, the, the fuel prices going up, etc., people are not putting... I'm not putting mine on it. <laughs> Don't blame you. Uh, can't afford oh. to just set fire to money just no. so. ones onesies and blankets and duvets that's what that's how you get warm yeah definitely definitely so but talking about cold that is my impression of scotland anyway is that it's generally cold <laughs> yep i don't know if that's a bit too much of a generalization but <laughs> no i don't think so no okay okay <laughs> so we're going to go on another trip where we've got a few pubs we're going to chat about so let us crack on. So I am going to be talking about, let me put the picture of this one up. This is my first one, and it is Nikki Tam's Bar and Bothy nice. in Sterling. So a bit of a crazy place. Let's have a look. So Nikki Tam's Bar and Bothy is not only the second oldest pub in Stirling. I was waiting for it to be the, the oldest. However, it does claim to be the most haunted. Oh, as, you, as you'd expect. As you'd expect. Um, I think everywhere is the most haunted place anyway. But um so in 1999, they started renovating the pub again. And they were fraught with reports of apparitions and unsettling events after a photograph of what looked like a clergyman was discovered walled into the fabric of the building. Hmm. Odd. Yeah, so clairvoyants uh, visited the site three times over 1999 and 2000 and claimed that there were a number of spirits present in the building, some benign, and one more aggressive presence perhaps the clergyman in the photo um while the events have not been fully explained nikki tams still attracts both coast hunters and those simply looking for home-cooked food so if you're thirsty on your way up to sterling castle stop by for a drink and that's at nikki tams bar and bothy i was in sterling when i went to Edinburgh only a few months ago okay I don't think I went to that bar. Uh, it depends on where the spoons, you know, cheap and cheerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, still in nice little little, little town in the castle yeah. and old buildings and stuff. Nice place. So you didn't go in and nope. try and hunt the clergyman? I don't recognise that name. No. I don't recognise that name. No. I don't even know what Bothy, Bothy means. Do you know what Bothy means? Last class, Abbey, I think. She's Scottish. What is a Bothy? Let's have a look. <laughs> Uh, it's a basic shelter. Oh, okay. Usually left unlocked and available for anyone to use free of charge. It's also a term for basic accommodation. So there we go. So bar oh. and bothy. accommodation. B and B. So that was the first one, Nikki Tams. Awesome. And I'm gonna be talking about a place called Drovers Inn, just across okay. across the way in Loch Lomond. Again, a beautiful place, mm -hmm. beautiful lock. And it's actually quite suited because I've got to start off with a little story to build up to it. And talk about how cold it is now actually fits in with this story. Okay. 
as it was the winter of 1792 and a young family were forcibly removed from where they lived. Their landlords having decided that the land would turn more of a profit if it's used for sheep farming rather than housing. Okay. With nowhere to live and not much money or way of supporting the young child, the family had no option of then to head south in hope of creating a new life for themselves in the Scottish lowlands. On their long journey south during the winter months, yeah. one night they got caught in a particularly heavy snowstorm. They'd been trying to reach shelter and safety at Drover's Inn. However, with the visibility very poor and the family being exhausted from the journey, they took a wrong path and ended up freezing to death while wandering the land, desperately trying to find the track to the inn. So this family died trying to find shelter. Horrible story, of course. And over the years, there have been many accounts of people witnessing the young family wandering the land, trying to find shelter. On the more than one occasion, they have even appeared to have actually arrived at their destination that fateful night. Okay. Which would be this building here. Oh. These Drovers Inn and Hotel. And there's one account goes that a couple who was staying in room two woke up during the night with a cold shiver, only to find that the young family was standing shivering at the foot of their bed. Christ. Their breath was even visible in the now freezing air. Imagine waking up and seeing just the family stood at the foot of your bed. And it looks like the kind of place that that would happen as well. That looks like proper horror story stuff. Yeah. Yeah, massive place. And the young boy was waving oh, to the God. couple as if like, he was finally happy that they'd found the shelter that they'd been searching for for 300 years. In room six, Jeez. another story. Um, There's a couple in bed and the girlfriend woke up, the partner. They could see flickering lights moving okay. around the room. They're still a bit asleep, but they woke up a bit trying to see what it was. And there were a number of tiny white points of light dancing around just in midair between 10 and 20 at any one point. Oh, wow. Although very small, the lights were very intense. And they seemed to move randomly, appearing and disappearing. But the room was pitch black with no other light source there at all, apart from these lights. And they're watching for a long time, just yeah. not able to explain what they were. They thought it was maybe some kind of firefly, a tiny firefly or something. And they even asked the staff, like, what, what, is anything in there? And they're like, no, I don't know what that is. Oh. Pretty creepy. And again, in room six, it relates to a young girl that had stayed nearby. She'd been playing with her beloved doll, Annabelle. Yeah. Of course, it named Annabelle. Uh, the river phallic nearby was normally shallow and pretty placid, which runs just behind the drovers in. Yeah. But on that day, during a lot of rainfall, the river had swelled. And Annabelle, which fell into the river, the young girl went after it, trying to rescue it, fell in and was swept away and died in the icy waters. Oh, Christ. There's a search party, found her, but it was too late. They took her to the drovers in, get her, try and get her warm, try and help her, put her onto the bed in room six. There she stayed where the family grieved and ready for her to be buried. Many guests that have slept in the same room six with the lights have woken through the night, having smelt a 
having felt a small, icy cold and wet body lay next to them in bed. There's also been sightings of the doll, Annabelle, looking for her owner, who she was never reunited with. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Quite scary so far. Waking yeah. up and seeing a family, but your bed, waking up and feeling like there's someone wet and cold next to you in the bed. And not only is there that ghost of that girl, we've also got a ghosty child. This was quite a recent story. (laughs) A lady stayed at the inn one Thursday night, right, specific, with her daughter and friends for a birthday treat. A few days later, she emailed the pub wondering if they could tell them who the little girl in one of the photographs was. There was this little girl in a pink dress stood on the stairs. She was not with them. And they didn't remember seeing any kids like, in the hotel that night. The staff were like, no, no kids were staying here that night. It was only in the picture it was seen. And nobody knows who she was. Just a ghostly child stood on the stairs. Could have been the same girl yeah. that died in the river. Could be. But yeah, quite a few... Uh, Creepy stories, room six particularly. Yeah, and also you've you've got guests seeing stuff, but also the the fact that there's these definite sort of stories attached that could be those things that people are seeing and witnessing. Yeah. So this definitely links it. So I know we've we've spoken before and there's there's been um, times where it's just anecdotal things have been seen moving on across the bar and noises but this is like a history a specific history of things happening bad and then similar experience of what appears to be those things those entities or what not in those particular rooms yeah. or with those particular sort of um, senses like cold wet damp all that kind of stuff so definitely and I would I would might see how much it is to stay there. Go up to Scotland for. It does look proper creepy. Request room six to uh, stay in. I bet that's the most expensive room. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the drovers in in Loch Lomond in Scotland. Cool. So we move on briefly to the next place, which is called Settle Inn, which is in Stirling. Let me get the picture up for you. Back to Sterling. Back to Sterling. There we go. Settle in. Not not the best picture of it, to be fair. But cool. creepy old looking place, and it does doesn't look particularly inviting. A lot of these um, inns or hotels, bars, they're all sort of like painted white. They've got like the pebble dash walls mm. on the outside, which is um, and the, the roofs are all a bit wonky and and whatnot which make it a little bit more creepy but this in black and white <laughs> does i don't feel very settled looking at that <laughs> for sure so it's been a tavern since 1736 which weirdly is almost identical in years to ones that we talked about over the last couple of weeks which is weird um mm. so i don't know why that particular time seems to be so um consistent um it's a narrow early 18th century structure and was frequently frequently mentioned as one of sterling's most haunted buildings 
Another horror. But not as the most haunted, because that goes to um, Nicky Tams. Um, <laughs> as the Red Lion, it was called at one point, it was the unwilling host to unruly French and Irish followers of Bonnie Prince Charlie, the young pretender, during his siege of the castle in January of 1746. So again, we've got like specific months Mm. that this is happening not just in 1746 so ghost hunters claimed after a vigil in 2008 to sense the enduring suffering of foreign soldiers within the lower levels of the building casualties perhaps of the jacobite mirabel de gordon's idiotic strategy of leading an assault on the fortress from the nearby gowan hill deprived of any cover or concealment gordon's men were easily picked off by General Blakeney's Redcoats. So, again, we've got a local connection mm. where something traumatic has happened. More battles in Scotland. They stayed in there, in this inn, when it was called the Red Lion back in 1746. And that's specific dates in the months as well. So, again, like yours, there's specific evidence of people at the time back in the day and trauma happening as we found trauma in the history of these places does tend to bring out yeah um, paranormal stuff so yeah it's uh, a rather strange place very unsettling um (laughs) but it was a red lion so that is the settling in sterling awesome thanks for joining us (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha